families and friends. My name is Mia and I have the pleasure of being ASF's intern this summer, working closely with our Director of Community Involvement, Kathy Dowd, and Chief Science Officer, who is also the lovely erudite host of this podcast, Dr. Alicia Halliday, helping support our back-end projects to bring you the educational content in your social media and email inboxes. This summer, I learned an incredible lot about the difficulties and the blessings faced by families with autism, as well as the areas of autism research that need greater financial resources. For today's podcast, Dr. Alicia Halliday has cordially invited me to speak about a topic close to my heart, cooking with youth and learning through food, and the importance that this seemingly insignificant activity can have on children and adults with autism spectrum disorder. First and foremost, cooking is an essential life skill and a fundamental means of self-care. It is an essential competence and creative outlet for any young adult, especially children with ASD, as they transition into adulthood. And here's why. Firstly, cooking is an excellent way to monitor what you are putting into your body. Put simply, your nutrition and physical wellness. Especially in today's day and age where fast food and unhealthy meals are so readily available in supermarkets, drive throughs and your corner convenience store, it is quite easy to fall into the trap of unhealthy eating habits that are difficult to break later in life. More specifically, families battling autism are already allocating a significant portion of finances and other resources to get their child the treatment and support they require as well as spending the majority of their home and family life catering to their needs, that there isn't likely very much time spent on meal planning, teaching basic cooking skills, or making the conscious effort to shop for sometimes more expensive yet more nutritious foods at the grocery store. Additionally, there is an obesity epidemic plaguing America in addition to the significant burden of chronic health conditions heart disease, cancer, hypertension, diabetes, present in an overwhelming proportion of the American adult population, many of which could have been avoided through mindful eating practices and proper nutrition education in childhood. In the ASD population alone, eating disorders are reported to be as high as 90% among children with autism according to the Journal of the American Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Dr. Shriya Dorswamy, internal medicine physician at the California Institute of Behavioral Neurosciences and Psychology, highlights that children with ASD are far less likely to engage in regular exercise and far more likely to favor junk foods, a recipe for obesity and serious health concerns down the line. Dorswemi notes that individuals with autism and ASD are picky eaters, selecting and sticking with nutrient-deficient foods that are calorie and carbohydrate-rich, not to mention packed with sodium. Making matters worse, many children with autism find it hard to adapt to new tastes, textures, and food types such as fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, 
says behavioral scientist and award-winning author Dr. Allison Hill. A study conducted in Poland by Dr. Iwona Marie Zarnowska and her colleagues at the Lubin Medical University's Department of Pediatric Neurology found that a contrasting diet actually had substantial positive effects. Dr. Zarnowska's study on the outcome of carbohydrate-restricted ketogenic foods on youth with autism concluded advantageous clinical outcomes like improved attention span, communication skills, reduced fear, anxiety, and even reduced emotional disturbances. For those of you that may be aware, a ketogenic dietary lifestyle is one focused on high fat, adequate protein, and low carbohydrate intake. While this may sound scary and restrictive, there are a variety of options that can be seamlessly integrated into children's eating habits and healthier options to junk foods that may be implemented to suit their desires. Some families use this diet for a shorter period and slowly transition to healthier lifestyle, while others stay on the diet for life. The Polish scientists link these positive personal and behavioral changes to reduce cellular respiration activity within the mitochondrial electron transport chain, resulting in reduced gene expression in the mitochondrial body. These findings were also corroborated by autism researchers Dr. Napoli of UC Davis's Department of Molecular Biosciences in 2014 and Dr. Chang at the University of Calgary's Department of Pediatrics in 2017. The bottom line is that incorporating more nutrient-dense whole foods into their diet is incredibly beneficial. Moreover, as you may remember from Dr. Alicia Halliday's July 10th podcast, Let's Talk About Poop, many youth with autism face a plethora of gastrointestinal issues for various reasons. One reason briefly discussed surrounding gut bacteria, also known as microbiota on the intestinal walls. This flourishing microbial community is vital for proper digestion and avoidance of various GI issues like ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. In children with autism, a healthier diet is correlated with improved microbiota along the digestive tract, allowing for significant improvements in constipation symptoms, diarrhea, indigestion, abdominal pain, and consequently behavior. But going back to Dr. Halliday's earlier podcast, she recounts that many GI issues in youth with ASD are linked to restrictive and repetitive behaviors, as well as anxiety and sensory issues related to excretion and food intake. However, they are exacerbated by fussy eating, as Dr. Halliday calls it. Some of these challenges may be alleviated through healthier eating habits that I've outlined earlier, such as maintenance of a powerful microbiome in the gut through a more nutritious eating lifestyle. So, where does cooking come into this picture? Why is it so important to teach youth how to cook? Researchers have linked cooking proficiency to healthy eating patterns in youth on the spectrum, mitigating rising obesity trends in this population, says Dr. Song and Dr. Goldschmidt of the University of Maryland. More specifically, it has been found that fruit and vegetable preferences are positively correlated with cooking interventions, whether that be through tasting or food preparation activities, corroborate professors of food science and human nutrition at the University of Colorado, Drs. Wesley Cunningham Sabo and Barbara Loos. All in all, 
children who are taught basic cooking skills and become comfortable in the kitchen setting will over time develop confidence to be more experimental with the foods they consume, expanding their dietary preferences to incorporate more nutritious options. Dr. Ron Malcolm of the Department of Special Education at the University of Kansas suggests that children with autism who assist parents with food preparation are more likely to try it. He says coring an apple, washing grapes, or cooking toast may encourage your children to eventually sample one of these items. Furthermore, the Adult Autism Center of Lifetime Learning harps on the notion that cooking classes for individuals with ASD have the ability to further their knowledge on nutrition, which they can take with them in the long run and become more independent into adulthood. They say that people with autism build greater confidence while, achieve, while achieving a greater quality of life. It is also said that cooking with neurotypical children will encourage them to face their sensory challenges in a comfortable and safe way. Many tasks in the kitchen require the use of fine motor skills, such as breaking an egg or kneading bread. Dr. Malcolm says that learning various daily food preparation techniques, such as spreading peanut butter on bread or peeling a clementine on their own, will be a fun and engaging activity that can help them improve their fine motor skills. They will also become more accustomed to new smells, textures, temperatures, and even sounds that can spark their curiosity and practice becoming less angsty when encountering these sensory triggers outside the home. Professor Libby Gutston of the California State University Long Beach notes that minimizing sensory distractions in the kitchen space, such as flickering lights and uncomfortable noises, will help the child focus and enjoy the cooking process. Lastly, cooking is incredibly important for children's social, emotional, and creative development. The kitchen is an, a wonderful place for children to bond with friends and family. Dr. Gustin and her colleagues at the California State University observed that learning new skills alongside peers or family members led to a great, great deal of personal satisfaction. And positive affirmation from loved ones made it that much more gratifying. The researchers say that social support when trying new dishes was an important factor in expanding the dietary diversity of children with autism. Also, so much learning can happen in the kitchen. Exposing children to foreign dishes can spark conversation and education about various cuisines, cultures, history, and even language. Finally, children who help out in the kitchen gain confidence in tasting new foods, which allows for easier socializing in various environments later in life, such as eating out with friends or coworkers, says Dr. Gustin. So, how can parents ensure that cooking is the best experience for their child? Well, there are many things you can do. First and foremost, you must focus on your child's interests, weaknesses, and strengths. If you are concerned about sensory issues, have your child wear some latex gloves. It's also encouraged that they are exposed to certain novel textures, smells, or skills in advance to desensitize them. It's also helpful to keep a cookbook of sorts, where you can keep track of your child's progress, triggers, and food phobias, as well as solutions that you found. In order to make food preparation more manageable, break down the recipe into steps. List the utensils and appliances needed, then the ingredient list, and so forth. 
If your child strongly dislikes certain foods, especially nutritious ones, try incorporating them as their favorite meals, and they will definitely be more likely to try it. So what gives me, a third-year pre-med student, the credentials to speak with confidence on such a subject? Well, back in 2020, I had founded a 501c3 nonprofit organization, Culture Kids Cuisine, Inc., dedicated to fostering cultural awareness through food. We offer a variety of 100% free services to children between the ages of 7 and 14, such as food-related educational courses, podcasts, food blogs, recipe lesson kits, and much more. Most notably, virtual and in-person cooking workshops are held weekly, wherein children prepare foreign meals alongside our team of trained culinary experts and guest chefs, whilst learning about the culture, history, and origins of the dish through interactive activities and engaging dialogue. Since our founding in July 2020, we have made an impact on over 2,300 children around the world, educating them to be kinder and more culturally appreciative human beings. Through our free programming, we're able to connect with families and children of various socioeconomic backgrounds, ensuring that everyone has equal access to cultural education. Furthermore, we work to instill critical thinking skills in youth so that they may make well-informed decisions in everyday circumstances using cultural and historical considerations. We have worked with a variety of youth populations, including children on the spectrum, and have received raving reviews from parents and families worldwide. If you're interested in our services, please follow us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and take advantage of our free resources, which you can find on our Eventbrite and website culturedkidscuisine.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We hope you took some valuable suggestions from my discussion today on food and cooking with children on the spectrum. Bye now.